Let's Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. I had a feeling I should have prepped this one. It's not going to be so easy to just... Oh, oh, that's why. <laughs> it is Bruise Day Tuesday brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. I am Drez, he is Big Nate, and I... The security protection's how you know it's good. Struggling. To get this, that wax. I gotta get through the bottle. wax. I gotta get through the wax over here, and then maybe. Oh nope! <laughs> Just the wax pops off. I love that. There it is. Oh, beautiful sound. That is the sound of a bottle of Knob Creek being opened because Knob Creek is the bourbon that is used in the official Louisville cocktail. So one of the big things that they were doing at the Bourbon and Beyond is. Well, you know, the mayor of Louisville, he came out and he said, you know, I was in a bar the other day and and uh, I was with somebody and wanted a good bourbon cocktail, so he asked for a Manhattan. And he's like, well, well Louisville's got the bourbon. There should be a cocktail called the Louisville. So they basically put out this big competition to see who could come up with the best cocktail to you know, exemplify Louisville. And there was five finalists and uh, there was only one winner, of course, uh, that she ended up getting like $15,000 and I don't know what else, but her name was Baker uh, Gonzalez and uh, she was representing Knob Creek. And so she put together a cocktail uh, that has one and a half parts Knob Creek, half an ounce of, I've never heard of this before, uh, Shinar, which I guess is like an Italian Amaro or something. Which I've also never heard of before. Not easy to find. The closest ABC store that had this was Williamsburg. Uh, so I had to phone a friend, thankfully, that was coming down for the West Virginia game. He was able to pick me up a bottle, a and I was able to get my hands on it. The other thing that's in it is three quarters of an ounce of dry Caraco, Curacao, whatever. I couldn't get that, but she said that you can use triple sec in its place, which... I happen to have Did, in my what? bar. Dry curry. I've only so ever not seen blue, the blue. Not blue, dry. I've, I didn't know there was another category. I didn't either until this cocktail came into my life. Uh, then you throw a little lime juice in it as well as uh, cinnamon syrup, which I had to make myself. So I'm going to go ahead and try and try my best over here to go ahead and get this cocktail so. together. Baker, I'm going to try and make you proud, but we'll uh, see. Also, uh, for the Shinar, shout out to Tequila Steve for uh, hooking it up with that and making that trip for me and, and getting it to me. I, I I kind of interested to just try the Chinar by itself because it smelled interesting. Uh, you want to? I didn't I didn't smell uh, it. Wait, well, it's a liqueur, I'll do that off 16. the air in case it's not, uh, not my thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I would drink that straight. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So I think that this little jigger guy here is... It says one ounce, but I think that this is more than that. So I don't know. This is not going to be as exactly to the recipe, unfortunately, as I would imagine. Uh, but I'm going to try my best. We'll see how it goes. Dre you know, Drez is so much more professional than I am when it comes to mixing. He uh, well, not no. Normally I just ball, eyeball it, but for yeah. the first time, for your first attempt, you want it to be pretty accurate. But I use uh, like Pyrex measuring cups and tablespoons and. I'll just do it. Just, just, you know, the same things you use to cook. And, this uh, might just be a little bit, but I will go by the actual line. So this is one and a half if I do it like that. Ah, 
All right, we're Uh-oh. off to a good start. And I just realized I'm making two, so I just need to do three. I should have just yeah. done. All right, well, boy. I knew I was going to be making well, a mess it, in here. So but. looking at that, eyeballing that, I think you need to do three and a half, just uh, based on the spillage. All right, and then for good measure. Oop. Okay. <laughs> All the right, we're cut. off to we're off to a great start. All right, so now this weird stuff. All right, so the Sonar. All right, so I guess I would do a full ounce of this for two cocktails. And it's is it red? It's got to be. I don't know, it's like a brown. Yeah. It it looks like Jaeger kind it of. It smells kind of like Jaeger yeah, too. Yeah. Like it's like a Jaeger light if they were to uh, introduce I guess I go that ahead and have the paper towels out and ready for What's Yeah, we got that? Windex. We we have a cleaning crew. It's fine. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> We do have a one-man cleanup crew. Okay, so there's that. All right, now the triple sec, which is... So this one, it's going to be one and a half of the triple sec. I guess if even if we do a little bit over, it's just going to be more cocktail. Exactly. So it's okay. As long as it's all to the same... All on the same scale, that's what really matters. Whoop. And whoop. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm not good at this. Uh, Okay. I mean, I was expecting, like, flipping the bottle around the back of your head. Nothing. None of that. I'm not a professional bartender. Okay, so that's that. Now what do we got? The lime juice. Where did I put the lime juice? No. Normal lime juice, not lime simple syrup. This is going to be sweet enough with the triple sec and whatever this. That's a good point. Chenard and stuff is. I feel like this is a lot of lime juice to put in here. But we'll go ahead and do it. Got to do it by the recipe, right? Well, as you know, the number one export of Kentucky is limes. (laughs) <laughs> big on citrus it's, it's there key. it's key oh boy uh, alright this will keep the and scurvy then, away last but not least is the uh, the cinnamon syrup which Baker told me you can make it by getting cinnamon sugar and then mixing that with um, just like hot water making it like a you know like, a, like you would do it right so that's what I did it syrup. didn't seem to really the cinnamon didn't really seem to, whatever, but this is it. So we'll go ahead and hope for the best. There that was pre-measured. He didn't just willy-nilly pour yes, it. Yes, I actually measured that one out when I was making it to be the exact amount. So now a little ice. We'll put it in the strainer. We'll put it in the, the shaker and do it up and hope for the best. Um, you're, I think you're supposed to garnish with like an orange or something. I didn't do that. That's too much effort. We uh, we've got so much citrus involved. It's anyway. amazing that I already that I have even all of this got got all this together and stuff. So, all right, that should be enough ice. Uh oh, if you want to run to my freezer, I did have like like bourbon balls. Ooh. I forgot. So yeah, go grab those because when when uh, Baker made this for me, she did use like a proper uh, bourbon, you know, like the nice bourbon cube. And I do have one of those, but. Woo! So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what Drez looks like when he's trying to make a cocktail. Oh, man, it feels cold. I think we're, I think we're in business. All I need is that. Uh, whew. All right. I, I don't know. I guarantee you this is not going to taste nearly as good as the one that uh, the baker made that won the award. However, it is my best attempt at it. And we will see what we can do. Um, thank you, sir. Wanted to make sure that we had do it proper over Best here. Best conditions. There we go. Boom, boom. All right. Moment of truth. So, I mean, I, I love bourbon. 
And I love a yeah. good cocktail. So I'm hoping that this is my new jam because obviously it's easy enough to make it home since I'm doing it right now, essentially. Hardest part's coming by the Chinar. Yeah, but now I got a whole bottle of it. So I don't know what else I'm going to use this Chinar for. So <laughs> that's, that, I mean, it's, it's all right. Such a and niche. there's still plenty in there in case there's somebody else in the office that wants it. But all right, cheers. Here's hoping it tastes good. We don't need a clink. It's too far. So I don't remember it having that much cinnamon floating in it, but again, this is probably not exactly... Well, I wonder if she strained it through a cheesecloth or something. And that would have been the smart thing to do, but I don't have a cheesecloth. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Ah, sorry, Baker. I did, I, did you, I did you wrong. I messed up somewhere. I'm sure she would... Uh, she can leave a comment maybe of what I did wrong here, but this, uh, there is definitely just like cinnamon floating in there. That's probably not how it's supposed to be. It tastes like fall. It's, it tastes like something, but uh, it doesn't look nearly as nice as hers did. Uh, of course, I didn't have the garnish, but I think it's the cinnamon. You're right. Like it's the cinnamon will float to the bottom and then maybe it'll be, it maybe just needs to settle, you know? This tastes like something I've had before and I can't pinpoint what it is. Okay. It's better now. What's, no, I think it's delicious. Once the cinnamon settles and you're not getting that grittiness, it's actually not too bad. It's very drinkable. So back to Bourbon and Beyond. The uh, As I said, the highlight to me was probably <clears throat> Alanis Morissette. However, Greta Van Fleet, phenomenal show. Uh, by the way, they're playing in Charlottesville this Friday. We're giving out tickets all week long, 420. So listen to win those. You It'll can be- also win online. Oh, yes, definitely sign up online at 105throughthebear.com. So I'm looking forward to seeing them again. This will be the third or fourth time I'm seeing them this year. Greta Van Fleet just crushing it. I know a lot of the people that I talked to, that's who they were also stoked to see. The band I was maybe most excited for was the Doobie Brothers because I'm an old school Doobie Brothers fan. I remember listening to their like greatest hits in the car with my mom and dad back when I was a kid, you know. Um, so they, they played, which was really awesome getting to see them, um, busted out the horns and all that good stuff. So that was cool. Although unfortunately on the very closing song, the last song, listen to the music, there was something going on where like, you know, everybody, you just see everybody like turning around, like there's some commotion and then you see like security. So you couldn't really listen to the music. Yeah. I was just like, you're just real distracted wondering what was going on. So I don't know if like. And then eventually I saw like an older, larger gentleman kind of being helped out. So I don't know if he had like a heat stroke or something, but so you hate to see that, but you also hate for it to ruin the closer. Uh, it was a bit of a bummer, but Blackwater was awesome. They played, I mean, they played all the hits. Yeah. It, was, it was phenomenal. I mean, it, I mean the t- speaking on an uh, expansive catalog, that it, that's crazy to me that, that they were one of the headliners. Cause that, that's, that, I mean, I have the same thing. It was a kind of, in my case, it was it was my grandparents. My dad never really. My dad was more into the thrash metal scene, but it was always the Doobie Brothers or the Eagles for my grandmother, and uh, it's one of those uh, nostalgia picks for me. And then, of course, you know he wasn't playing drums at the time, but then to find out, you know, just a few days later that their original drummer uh, John Hartman had passed away, which was pretty pretty sad. But hey, you know, uh, got to finally got to see him live, which was cool. Um, other than that, I'm trying to remember who else was, who else was on the bills. Who else was we saw? So everybody kept talking about this uh, Jason Isabella. 
Jason Isbell. Isabel, whatever. I saw him at Floyd Fest. Fantastic. Yeah, everybody loves this guy. And I was planning on checking it out because just so many people were mentioning him. And we were we were going to, but we were we went to go get a cocktail and then get food and then, and then one go see leads it. to another. Yeah, well, we went to get a cocktail and then we grabbed a table and then the people at the table were cool. We got to talking and the next thing you know, we drank the whole cocktail, missed half of his set, but and we had still hadn't even gotten food yet. So you know how it goes. That I mean, that's the most beautiful thing about a festival is is there's that community. Ninety percent of these people you're never going to see again, but mm-hmm. for that brief moment in time, you're just kind of in the moment. Yeah. Well, and the other thing was we took the RV, which this is the first festival that we got to bring our RV to and camp out, which was awesome because didn't have to bother with traffic, didn't have to bother with just pitching a tent. You had the comfort of the RV, you know, and just being able to walk there. And we got lucky with the spot. Like we didn't have like any real neighbors to our right. Uh, It was so quiet. I couldn't believe it. And it wasn't super hot because we were parked like really close to this hotel. So- the sun was blocked yeah. by the hotel. We didn't get sun on the RV until like 11 a.m. or something. So we got really, really lucky with the spot and got to meet cool neighbors. Shout out uh, Lisa and George. I'll even give them a plug. They have a podcast that they do. It's called RView Podcast. R-V-I-E-W. I like that. Get it? R-View. Uh, so they were really, really nice. They had a rig that was... Well, kind of put ours to shame, frankly. But man, that thing was gorgeous. Really cool people out of... Um, so uh no no charleston so they're big gamecock fans down there in south kakalaki uh but they were really cool so yeah you know you get that's the great things about the festivals you make a lot of friends you get to see some live great live music good beverages you know it's it's a good time festivals you really you can't go wrong no i mean there's 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 something for everyone and i think uh yeah granted there there was a festival here recently that did not from what I hear, have so many great times. It sounds everyone I've seen post about Bourbon and Beyond, Louder Than Life, have just had absolutely the time of their lives. It's Danny Wimmer Presents. They, it's not their they first do, radio. They yeah, know they what do they're a doing. Great job. In fact, they were even there, Danny uh, and Wimmer, <laughs> both there, I guess, uh, for the Louisville whole thing. Like, I actually looked over, saw them in the audience. I was like, man, that's cool that. I mean, I guess it makes sense that you'd attend your own festival. It's quality control. But, but yeah, man, I mean, they were right there. And, um, and it was just, it's really cool, man. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great festival if you want to check it out. I, I recommend it for sure. So have you, have you already made your plans for next year? Not yet. I mean, I know that, I think they did set the dates. Uh, let me look that up. It's really going to come down, like always for festivals and me, the lineup. We'll see when the lineup says. Although, frankly, it is one of those ones where it's, it'll probably be fine either way. 14th through the 17th of September, 2023. You can go ahead and uh, shoot. I think you can already get your passes. If you want to solidify, because I know that the VIP, everything pretty much was selling out, but there's the VIP and then there's the Beyond VIP, which if you can swing that, uh, you probably want to grab that because I bet it's a good way to do it. So if you do Doobie Brothers this year, like what what do you shoot for next year? Like the Eagles? I mean, you're going to have mm-hmm. to get Joe Walsh. and That might be a tough one. Yeah, like to that's going to be a hard sell. Uh, yeah, I don't know where they go from here. And and the first when we went in 2019, Foo Fighters headline. That was the first, not the first. That was the last time I got to see the Foo Fighters. Fleetwood Mac could do Foo's. a reunion. There you go. They're all sort of still living. Okay, that could maybe be a good one. We'll see. Either way, uh, how are you feeling about the Louisville man? I, I know that I, I feel bad. I think I messed up with the cinnamon concoction because I even I saw that there was these like a cinnamon kind of you know 
cocktail mix thing, but I wanted to try and do it proper, but I think that was my mistake on this one. So I, I can, especially now that I'm at the bottom, you can really get that cinnamon and it's, uh, it's a bit rough. I love cinnamon. So, I mean, you're, you're not going to get anything less than high marks from me. Um, I haven't had Baker's version of it, but, uh, this very easily could, assuming I find someone in Williamsburg, become my uh, fall beverage of choice because it's just absolutely perfect for the season. You know, it can, it's, it's gotten cooler out and football's here. I, I think this would be perfect. Like, uh, it's not a bad, you know, sitting out, grilling out on my back deck and enjoying the wind. For a first attempt, it's not terrible. No, it's I think drinkable. it's delicious. I poured me another one because that's how much. That's how off this jigger is that I think it's actually like double everything. Your Kentucky Mule was better, but I'll still give this a four and a half. Well, that's because I've made a lot more Kentucky Mules than I have Louisville's, that's for sure. But all right, well, thank you for that. Uh, Thank you uh, to everybody, uh, Baker, for coming up with the cocktail, uh, Tequila Steve for helping me get that chenar that is hard to come by, and of course, uh, BB and everybody, Danny Wimmer, and putting on the festival, it was a good time. Bourbon and Beyond, highly recommended. We'll take a quick break. We'll get back with the tunes right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around.